Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I was an hour late, and this is Unfeatured Articles. Hello and welcome it's Unfeatured Articles once more. We've got myself, James Keogh. We've got my friend, Curtis Lang. G'day, mate. How you going? Oh, I'm doing all right. How are you, mate? Yeah, bloody good. Yes. And who else have we got? It's none other than, well, it's Zane C. Webber. It's Zane, Zane C. C. Webber. Oh, oh, here he is. The Righteous Podcast the Father. The Righteous Podcast <laughs> Father has joined us. He's come down from his... It's been a while his... since, since I've been called the Righteous Podcast Father. Indeed. I'm bringing it back. Alex has been off his game. He's not called you that on our show for a while. But uh, yeah. we're bringing it back. We're bringing to it replace back. my business cards. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're back in the studio. Uh, we still don't have Hannah. We still don't have Hannah. She's off. She's gallivanting. Um, but we do have articles from Wikipedia. Ones that are, uh, some might say, unfeatured. Ah. I mean, you're saying that. I would. Every, every week you say that. Every week we say they're unfeatured. I do my best. Sometimes. Who knows? I do, I do my best to make it a thing. Yeah. One of our articles might have been featured once or twice. Who knows? <laughs> we don't know how the featured section of Wikipedia works. Maybe yeah. Yeah, we don't check that every day. Yeah. Um, buy our merch. But buy our merch. <laughs> um, but let's just like dive right into it. I will forego uh, the trip to the orphanage this week because we've got to do a quickie. We I'm do, so sorry. Do I'm quickie. on a deadline. I, got a, do... Man's got things to do. He's got people to, do. to be. But he's here. I'm here. I'm in I was an hour late. <laughs> it's all right, man. But he's, he's here. You had car uh, troubles. Yeah, I had car troubles. How's your car? Look, uh, troubled. It's troubled. troubled. It's it's Owen Wilson. It's he's Owen. <laughs> he's depressed. Wow, wow, wow. My wheel is uh, it's fucked. Uh, wow. <laughs> That'd be a real annoying car. It would. Wow. Owen Wilson. Vroom. Vroom, <laughs> my Owen Wilson car. It's like um, Knight Rider. But yeah. It's Owen Wilson and it sucks. Um, can I start us off with my article? I insist. All right. Um, this one you might have heard of. Uh-huh. It's silly string. It's oh, yeah. silly string, yeah, everybody. Okay, so w- when you said that some of these <laughs> I don't might think have been featured. I can say with 99% shortness that <laughs> shortness. The, fe- the featured article section of Wikipedia has never featured silly string. Right, I'm going to make that zero claim. zero yeah, research, no. <laughs> I'm making the blanket assumption. I would assume, Big calls, right? Big calls from Keo. <laughs> would you say, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> The reason I bring up Silly String, uh-huh. um, which is, of course, it's a, a toy of flexible, some, sometimes brightly coloured plastic string propelled as a stream of liquid from an aerosol can. We all know this. Uh, the reason I bring it up is the history section of uh, Silly String is Bananas? Wild. It's a bit bananas. Here's how it happened. Here's, you ever wondered how Silly String happened? Here's how it happened. Is it, is it a failed weapons test? Close. Ooh. So, the invention of this original silly string was accidental. <laughs> in 1972, a US patent was issued to Leonard A. Fish, an inventor, and Robert P. Cox, a chemist, for a foamable resinous composition. The partners initially wanted to create a can of aerosol that would be able to spray on a broken or sprained leg or arm and use it as an instant cast. So, it was like a medical thing, right? Okay. 
Uh, their invention worked. Yeah. But when it came down to packaging the can, the two had to test 500 different types of nozzles. After having gone through at least 30 or 40, Fish came upon one that produced a nice string, which shot about 30 feet across the room. The incident inspired Fish to turn the product into a toy. 30 feet is a lot of feet. That's a, yeah. that's a, that's a while. That's like, they don't make silly string like that anymore. No, no. yeah, they definitely turned it down afterwards. <laughs> yeah, um, they nerfed it. They definitely nerfed it. Uh, after altering the formula to be less sticky and adding colours, the pair decided to market their product. Because neither of them knew how to sell toys, they made an appointment with, with, appointment with Whammo in California. Whammo. Whammo. Fish describes how, during that meeting, he sprayed the can all over the person he was meeting with and all over his office, and the person became very upset and asked <laughs> him to leave the premises. As, as you would. As you would. As I would be angry. He's right. Here's my invention, and just like I spray a bunch of unknown substance on you. That's probably not going to go well. Yeah. However, a day later, Fish received a Western Union telegram asking him to send 24 cans for a market test immediately, signed by the same individual who was Chad kicked him out. Uh, He called them back and explained that after he had finished cleaning up his office, the two owners of Whammo had come back to talk to him and one noticed a piece of string on the lampshade, which he'd forgot to clean up. He explained that while the string, uh, he explained where the string came from and the owners quickly asked him to send samples over for a market test. Uh, two weeks later, Wemo signed a contract with Fish and Cox to license the product now known as Silly String. So it's like that bit, you know, in like every biopic yeah, where it's yeah. just like, Get out of my this office. This will never sell. <laughs> and then nor, like, nor kids will be banging their heads to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the bosses come and it's like, Where did that string come from? We gotta get some of that. We gotta get string. that string. And uh, and so Silly String was born. Oh wow! Uh, Silly String was licensed to and produced by Wemo in a range of colors, including blue, red, and green. Um, and then, uh, as you mentioned before, uh, military use. There is actually there is an actual military use for Silly String. I beg your pardon. So Silly String and similar products have been used by the military to detect trip wires for explosive booby traps. The string is sprayed over the suspected area, and if the string falls to the ground, no tripwires are present, since the string would catch on the tripwires, but it's not heavy enough to activate the explosive. I see. So you've got a bunch of soldiers uh, just, like, running around spraying silly string you, everywhere. You've really just kind of brushed past the instant cast that you said was successful. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. But I've never heard of it. No, right? They have this instant cast and then instead just put all their money into... Silly string. They became successful toy makers. And I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, they gave up the, the medical life. Wouldn't you if you could go into the successful toy business? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm just waiting for an opportunity to sell out. To exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, Podcasts are going down the drain That's right, it's all toys these days <laughs> Wooden toys There's Nothing but toys uh, So in December 2006 Tween Brands Inc A retailer of girls clothing and accessories in the US Was fined $109,000 by the US Environmental Protection Agency For allegedly distributing canned confetti string Damaging to the ozone uh, The EPA said the product marketed under various names By the retailer damages the stratospheric ozone layer do you uh, think I could sue them for skin cancer? Probably. Good. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> what doesn't cause skin cancer at this point? Uh, the product production love. and use. Love doesn't. Oh, thanks, man. I needed that. And that's been unfeatured. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and and it has been banned. Uh, Silly string has been banned not only for its you know uh, impact on the environment, it's apparently. atmospheric yeah. detriment. We're, we're killing the ozone with our silly string. Fuck. That's what did it. Yep. We flew too close to the sun, uh, literally. <laughs> we were great once. Yeah. <laughs> and then silly string came along. The use of aerosol string products has been banned in several places for various reasons, including cleanup and removal costs and fears of potential damage to house or vehicle paint. It has been banned in the city of Ridgewood, New, Jer- New Jersey. Mm. Ridgewood, New, Zer- New Jersey. Ridgewood, New Jersey. I got it. I landed. That pie coming back up, big dog? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and a number of other places. And also at some at some public gatherings and events. In 2004, Los Angeles enacted a city ordinance to ban aerosol string in Hollywood on Halloween night. Fuck. It's just getting too much. Yeah. Too much silly stuff. I just like to think that this too guy's silly. just sitting at home like ancient... Like telling the stories is like we had no idea what yeah, we'd what done. we'd done. The hell we'd wrought. <laughs> what had we created? Mine own hubris. Oh yeah, and with um, just to end on this. Uh, so I mentioned the military use, and in two thousand six, um, it was being used by the U.S. troops for that purpose. However, because the material was in an aerosol can, it couldn't be shipped privately to Iraq, and it is not provided. It was not provided by official channels. So 80,000 cans of Silly String were unintentionally stockpiled in New Jersey. <laughs> they just had, like, probably a warehouse filled to the brim with Silly String. And that's that's what we have to blame for the great Silly String dis- uh, yes. incident. Yeah, that's right, probably. That's why they, ba- they banned it in Ridgewood because of that. Just to, all over the place. Um, they finally got a place that could ship all that Silly String to <laughs> Iraq. Luckily enough, luckily for our troops. Oh, thank goodness. But God. unluckily for the environment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is my article. That's Silly String. Uh, what Gorgeous. have we got? Well, I've got the delectable, Ooh. the delicious oh, recipe that we need to hydromatic uh, toast sandwich. Toast sandwich. Toast sandwich. So unfeatured is really just kind of falling to the back. Hey, look, I mean. I had, no, I had no idea that people were stupid enough to create a toast sandwich. Exactly. Like the, we've gone too far. At this point, I, f- I feel like my article's gonna be just like just very tonally different to toasted sure. sandwiches. And <laughs> silly silly string. Yeah. toasted sandwiches and silly string. Oh, <laughs> uh, we are children. At what heart. children? Let me try and find a, a less. No, 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 please. No, no bring that, us down. That tonal shift. <laughs> a toast sandwich is yes. a sandwich made with th- two, two thick slices of bread. Huh? Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then in the filling. What is it? One thin slice of toasted bread, which can be wait, heavily what? buttered on either side. Are you wait? So two thick slices of bread. Yeah. And then in the middle, a thin slice of bread. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I'm not saying a toasted sandwich. No, I, that's what I thought. Oh, so this you... is a toast sandwich. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm now. Right. I'm interested. Okay. This is, now you've got I my didn't attention. think about that. So yeah, <laughs> people yeah. would be going. He's never heard of a toasted sandwich. Yeah. I was like, um. <laughs> All right, um, tell me about a toast sandwich. A toast sandwich. So two thick slices of bread, one thin slice of bread in the center, can right. be buttered either side. Okay. 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 An 1861 recipe says to add salt, pepper, and cumin to the ta- to add flavor. So we've been doing this for 200 years. Yeah. All when right. was the last time that you added cumin to your toast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not not a while. No, not a I don't add cumin to a lot of things. These. No, I'm not a cumin I'm a, guy. I'm a very white man. I don't like spice. Don't, Even spices. peppers it's too a spicy too for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can smell the unseasoned cooking from here. Yeah. Um, a recipe for toast sandwich is included in the inv- invalid cookery section of the 1861 Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Invalid who, cookery. Who adds, the sandwich invalid may be... Invalid or invalid? Oh, probably invalid. 
I N V A L I D. Yeah, invalid. Invalid. Okay. Also invalid. Also it's just valid. not valid. This not sandwich valid. may be varied by adding a little pulled meat. Well, that's just not a toast sandwich. I mean, anymore. yeah, that's just a meat point, sandwich. That's a sandwich. A very it's fine slices of, yeah, <laughs> of cold meat to the toast. And in any of these forms will be found very tempting to the appetite of the invalid. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you're cooking for an invalid. And right. they can't eat anything except bread and butter. So you're making a piece of toast, <laughs> buttering it on both sides, mm-hmm. putting in two pieces of bread yeah. and giving that to them. With yeah. some salt and pepper and Cuban, Cuban. If, if you, if if you, you feel appreciate and, you that. Know, Define yeah. invalid for me again. Uh, someone who is ill. Yes. Right, so okay. Can't, yeah. can't move. Okay, gotcha. Um, in November 2011, the toast sandwich was recurated by the Royal Society of Chemistry. Oh, t- <laughs> let's get the chemists on this yeah. one. And it's tasting almost 150 years after the release of Beaton's Book of Household Management. Uh huh. The society sought to retrieve the forgotten dish. Uh huh. Dish is yeah, in air quotes. <laughs> in wake of the Great Recession, after cal- calculating the cost as low as 7.5 p per cent. So the Royal Commission of Chemistry, or uh-huh. whatever it is, uh-huh. just needed to, uh, I guess, tell everyone. To eat bread and butter. Yeah. If, if, if you're poor, just have some, just have some bread, bread with butter. butter on it. And if you want to take a few extra steps, yeah. you know, use up all these extra hours in the day that you can't work mm-hmm. because there's no jobs mm-hmm. to toast the bread, put yeah. the butter on it, then add some extra bread. Yeah. And then put some bread on that they bread. They were like, look, capitalism's failed us all. <laughs> yes. We're all very poor at the moment. <laughs> let's well, feel- you're poor. We're, we're pretty fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's feel um, a little bit fancy. Let's yeah. feel a little bit fancy. Toast sandwich. Okay. <laughs> now think about this <laughs> You get two slices of bread You put a cooked piece of bread in between Ooh this is Where are you getting cumin though? I yeah, don't know yeah. I don't know if they're making cumin Anyway uh, After carrying the cost as low as 7.5p per sandwich So 7.5 pence 7.5 pence 7.5 pence mm. I feel like with inflation That's not as low as 5 like James, this was 7.5 two- cents When was this? Yeah, this is 2011. Oh, this is after the 2008 like oh, recession. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yikes. Yeah, yeah, they were doing it rough. Eight huh? years ago, big dog. Yeah, inflation's not gonna not gonna do anything. About that. <laughs> exactly. No, fair enough. Okay. The name of the country's most economic lunch. Offering two hundred dollars. Bread and butter. Yeah. yeah. Offering two. No, 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 no. Bread and butter with more bread. And bread. And bread. Offering. You're forgetting the man and bread. Bread and butter and bread and butter and bread. Bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe some butter. Perhaps Maybe some cumin. Butter, perhaps you, cumin. Um, offering two hundred dollars to whoever could create a cheaper meal. Uh, <laughs> due to <laughs> what are you defining as a meal? Because trail mix is quite cheap as yeah. well. <laughs> and where's your two hundred dollars coming from? You're, you're, you're scant as it is. <laughs> The tears of the wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> tears of the ruling class. Due to an overabundance of submissions, the offer was closed after seven days and the $200 was just given to some random dude. Oh. <laughs> they were just like, yeah, fuck it. There you go, Here you go mate. <laughs> Let me enjoy um, my toast. Oh, God. Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Yep. So Heston Blumenthal, for those who don't know, is a very fancy cook in mm. the UK who specializes in making real fucked food. Real, yeah. real weird food. Do you know about him, James? Has to, yeah, he's got the show. He's got a to- show, doesn't he? Oh, uh, he might have done. I don't know, I don't know. but um, he's got he's got the fat duck in Bray in um in Bray in England. Mm. So like he's uh, which he invented recipes for triple cooked chips and soft scented Scotch eggs. Ooh, yeah, yikes. Um, 
da, 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 da. What's, what's I need examples. I need examples of weird things he done. They parody it in the IT crowd and like they're like everything's edible in here. And she just oh, bites, yeah. she bites into a knife and then she, Jen's like, is that edible? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, he he came up uh, for a Mad Hatter's tea party. Um, a main course inspired by Alice in Wonderland. Blumenthal's mm-hmm. recipe for the toast involved bone marrow salad, egg yolk, mustard, gastric mayonnaise, and tomato ketchup. Okay, so that's just oh, not. Oh, that's that's just a fucking sandwich a with sandwich. a bit more bread. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway, look, U.S. media coverage. <laughs> oh, this got this made the big time. Good lord. Oh, it's just oh, you know, slow news day. Anyway, uh, that's yeah. toast sandwich. Toast. Not sandwich. a toasted sandwich. No, a toast. A toast sandwich. Sandwich. I love it. Yep. What do you got? Zane, bring us down. Well, okay. So <laughs> depress us, Zane. Do well if either of you know about this article, I will do another article which I'm pretty sure you won't know about. Okay. okay. Have either of you heard of Carl Tanzler? No. No. Also known as Count Karl von Kossel? No. No. Okay. So he was a German board radiology technologist uh-huh. at the Marine Hospital Service in Key West, Florida. Now he's known for developing an obsession. For a young Cuban American tuberculosis patient, Elena Helen Milagro de Hoyes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that in itself uh. isn't terrible and weird. No, yeah. Uh. The fact that this obsession and love for her carried uh, on well after tuberculosis killed her. Yikes. Um, is Yikes. what is, is, uh, oh, yeah. is claim to fame. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking. We're talking. Dead people, dead people, sex. Sex has never been proven. We'll get, uh, we'll get back to that. It's never been proven. So, <laughs> good. So uh, basically, Thank God. Uh, Karl Tenzler, educated in in Germany, born in Dresden. Mm. He was in Australia during the First World War, and so was uh-huh. put in a prisoner of war camp because he was German. Right. Okay. Um, and then he escaped, went back to Germany, then went to live with his sister in the US. Now he did get married to a lovely German woman who also lived in America mm-hmm. um, or the US mm. after that. But they, of course, they had two children, um, but uh, they divorced. Sure. So okay. Maria Elena Milagro de Hoyes, mm. on April 22nd, 1930, while working at the Marine Hospital in Key West, Tansler met Maria Elena uh, and uh, they fell in love. Now, this wasn't really looked down upon by her family. Right. Mm. They acknowledged it. They were okay with it, which she mm. she died. It was very sad. They built an outdoor mausoleum. Uh, um, yeah. He would go visit her every night. Sure. Uh, <laughs> kind of creepy is her mother gave him a bag of... Uh, don't say hair. Don't say hair. It's hair. Oh, no. Collected hair from, from <laughs> oh, Maria. No. Um, what kind of hair, Zane? Well, head hair. Oh, thank God. Head hair. Um, <laughs> the, be- uh, the best of hairs in that situation. To I remember think. her by, I would assume. Um, so two years after. When was this, World was War I or World War II? This is after World War One. Okay. So uh, she died uh, in 1931. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, two years after that, yeah, he sneaks into the cemetery. Sneaks in. Sneaks the best in. way to get into a cemetery. Wolf. Into the mausoleum. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Takes her body out of the mausoleum. Oh, there. Puts it in a toy wagon. Oh. And walks it back to his house. Sneakily. Sneakily. He. No one saw that. 
It's fine. How do they know that it happened? Well, he lived on after this. So and he... it was put on trial. Oh, yeah. I so see. Let's, let's get to okay, that. No, so... All right, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> I I'm only sorry, asked yeah. you, listen to my tale. <laughs> Uh, so he removed the body. Now he took it to his home. He reported that Hoyas's spirit would come to him when he would sit by her grave and serenade her corpse with her favourite Spanish song. He also said that she would often tell him to take her from the grave. Oh. <laughs> yep. Uh, so once he got her to his house, he kept her on his bed. Um, he attached her bones together with wire and coat hangers. Mm. He fitted the face with glass eyes, and as the skin of the corpse decomposed, he replaced it with silk cloth soaked in wax and plaster of Paris. Huh. Um, so as her hair fell out of the decomposing scalp, of course... He had a bag of hair. Tansler fashioned a wig from Hoyos's hair that had been collected by her mother and given to Tansler not long after her burial in 1931. ready to go. And what year was this? 1933. This is 1933. <sighs> uh, he filled the corpse's abdominal and chest cavity with rags to keep the original form. Sure. Um, dressed Hoyos's remains in stockings, jewellery and gloves and kept the body in his bed. Uh, so he used copious amounts of perfume, disinfectants and preserving agents mm. to mask the odour and try to stop it from uh, decomposing. Yeah, no, fair. Fucking fair hell. enough. So, 1933. Yeah. Uh-huh. In 1940... Hoyos' sister Florinda heard rumours of Tansel sleeping with the disinterred body of her sister. Who is spreading these rumours? <laughs> who is talking know. about this? <laughs> I don't know who's spreading these rumours. Um, and she confronted him at his Just home. Just like the goal to be like, hey, look, I don't know if this is like 100% happening, yeah. <laughs> but I've been hearing some whispers. I got, uh, I got, a, got, a, got a little feeling in my yeah. tongue. Well, I will say. Uh, so she confronted him at his home. Nothing really happened there. But when... Uh, so when Florida notified the authorities, mm. uh, Tanzel was arrested and detained. Um, so basically he was seen in his house in front of an open window dancing oh. with the corpse. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. <clears throat> so he was charged, of course, psychiatrically examined and found mentally competent to stand trial with a charge of wantonly and maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. Uh, so in the preliminary hearing... In uh, in Key West, Tanzel was held to answer on the charge, but the case was dropped and he was released as the statute of limitations had expired. No way. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he'd just been doing it for too long. That is, yeah, it's just like far it out. Doesn't really matter anymore, <laughs> I guess. Yikes! I've never understood statute of limitations. Yeah, it's like, just like the whole, it's the idea that it's like. Well, it happened so long ago. Yeah, it's like, oh, look, I don't you wanna, you yeah, burned a village to the ground and um, hung heads from a from a wind chime. It mm. might surprise you. Statute of limitations isn't about justice; it's about conserving costs in the legal industry. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who'd have thought? That'd probably make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I just want, don't want to go through the paperwork. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, the, of course the case got a lot of interest from the media. Uh, well, yeah. And the public, both regionally and nationwide. Um, but the public mood was generally sympathetic to Chancellor. Oh. And mostly viewed him as an eccentric romantic. No. That's oh. bad, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so. Ah, <laughs> uh, bro. Though not reported contemporaneously at the autopsy and what have you, mm. uh, research, most notably. Um, by authors Harrison and Spice and Swicegood, uh-huh. um, good names, yeah. have revealed evidence of Tanzler's necrophilia with Hoyos's corpse. The two physicians, Dr. Dupu 
and Dr. Forica. Sorry. Depoo. Yeah. I'm surprised that Curtis let that one go. Um, I just had to. I had to let it wash over me. Yeah, for yeah. A second. <laughs> Who attended the 1940 autopsy uh-huh. um, of the remains recalled Ooh. in 1972 that a paper tube had been inserted into the vaginal area of the corpse oh, that allowed for intercourse. Oh, um, others contend that since no evidence of necrophilia was presented at the 1940 preliminary preliminary hearing, and because the physician's proof in inverted commas surfaced in 1972, um, that the necophilia allegation is questionable. Yeah, but like, why the tube? Yeah, but like, why the why the why tube? The, though, look, you know, you have a tube. It's but it's also paper, mm. which would disintegrate if you were using it for that those 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 dirty purposes. True. Mm. Would it? Sorry, go on. Would it? Would it? Would it disintegrate? Paper? Does does come disintegrate paper? Is that a thing? It's moist. Any moisture would. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got some homework to do. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. On the- in 44, Tenzel moved to Pasco County, oh, Florida, uh, where he, and in his later years, uh, he lived near his wife there, his wife, his ex-wife, Doris. I wonder um, how she felt about the whole snafu. Well, I haven't spoken to her. I couldn't possibly yeah, say. Yeah, no, who knows? Um, but oh, but made- she's here now. <laughs> yeah, we've got her in the room. He was uh, made a US citizen in 1950. Mm-hmm. Now, separated from his obsession, he used a death mask to create a life-sized effigy of Hoyos. Oh, no. And he lived didn't stop. With, and lived with it until his death on July 3rd, 1952. It's like, dude, you had a chance. You had a chance for a new life. You moved to America and then... Did you say the term, the, the phrase, now separated from his obsession? Well, no, separated from his obsession, yes. That doesn't sound very separated yeah. from your obsession. Well, no, so he was removed from the corpse. From the ah, corpse itself. Okay. Yeah. From the physical thing. Uh, so he was discovered dead on the floor of his home three weeks later. Some say that he was found underneath the effigy, um, but no official report says that. Mm. Uh, the mm. official report says that he was found on the floor behind one of his piano organs. Oh. Um, but it did say that on a... Me- a metal cylinder on a shelf above the table in it wrapped in silken cloth and a robe was a waxen image, the effigy. Yes. It Yikes. also has been written by Swicegood that Tanzler had the bodies switched or that Hoyos's remains were secretly returned to him and that he died with the real body of Hoyos Ooh, one, instead of an effigy. One final switcheroo. One final switcheroo. And that is Carl Tanzler. I'm looking at the... Uh, the <laughs> image that the article has of this encapsulated corpse, this wax corpse, and it's terrifying. Y- yes. There's a fucking picture. Oh, yes. Yeah. Carl Tesla, did you say? Carl uh, Tansler. Tansler. T-A-N-Z-L-E-R. Oh, Damn. So he has gone by a number of different names. Uh, he was born Georg Carl Tensler. Uh and then he was listed as Carl uh, Tanzel von Kossel on his citizenship. Uh, but he has also signed hospital records as Count Carl Tanzler von Kossel. Huh. Count of dead Something. bodies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so that that's Carl Tanzler. was terrifying. Fuck me. Yeah, you're looking at it? You having a good game. That's not the effigy, mate. That's the actual yeah. fucking no, that's what corpse. I'm saying. That's the corpse. That's the wax corpse. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh... it's masked. You go check that out. Um... Go check all of our articles out. They'll all be in the show notes. Oh. Um, 
But with that said and done, uh, let's go ahead and... Zane wins. Send, yeah. Zane wins. Honestly, yeah. Yikes. A lot of yikes. I said yikes a lot during that. Yeah, I don't know fucking hell. And but... you somehow anticipated the hair. Yeah. Um, I, was like, <laughs> I was just hoping against hope. Like a bag of her clothes. Yeah, no, uh, no. I knew. This guy, I looked at his face. Yeah, no. Fair. Um, so that's... Carl Tanzler goes into, goes into our bracket. Um and uh, that'll about do it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Um, we'll try to be more active on those. We've been dropping the ball. Uh, but we'll try to be more active. Maybe we'll show the... We're not going to show the image of the dead corpse. I'm so sorry. You can... Yeah. No, maybe, I'm not going to show we'll you. Figure out, we'll figure out... Maybe the image of Tensla. Yeah, maybe We'll figure Tenzel. out a way to, to tease it because yeah. the people need to know. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much. Uh... Thank you to Zane for coming, yes, uh, for filling Zane. in this week. Yeah. You're welcome. I was here anyway. You, you, yeah. you were here. <laughs> it is your house. Uh, um, <laughs> it is your studio. Purgatory and Friends. That's our theme song. That's the theme song. It's the name of the you theme song. Better believe it. Yes. Um, that's about it. I don't think we've got much more to say. I don't think so either. It's a quickie. We quickie, did a quickie. Quickie. All right. I've been Curtis Lang, ladies and gentlemen. I've been Zancy Weber. I've been James Keough. Until next time, browse responsibly. It's Julie and KB from Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What do we talk about, Julie? Conspiracies. No way. What kind do we talk about? Celebrities. Mm, government. Time travel. Ooh. Tune in every Monday. What day? Monday. What was it? Monday. Oh, Monday. Monday for your fill of conspiracy theories. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.